healthcare uh, companies today, they're spending on average about $23 billion per year on recruitment. Welcome to the HR edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today's episode is with Brennan Mobley, Vice President of Operations at Reload. Thanks for joining the B2B Nation, Brennan. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, hey, as we get going here, um, let's start with just having you tell us a little bit more about yourself and about Reload. Yeah, absolutely. So, Reload, we made several pivots along the way, but continued to, to hone in our focus with, with each of those. And, and really what we've been able to create is a platform of healthcare professionals referring other healthcare professionals uh, for jobs. And so, enabling healthcare companies uh, to, to get amazing passive candidates, but without having to go through uh, a staffing agency. So, really just leveraging a lot of technology. Uh, in order to innovate what is typically a pretty archaic industry. So, yeah, speaking into the industry a little bit, uh, let's let's take a, just a historical perspective on the industry. How is recruiting different today than, you know, say a few years ago, even the last five years? Yeah, and I think one of the, the biggest changes that everyone will, will identify with is, you know, there's been changes in the economy in the last five years. Um, and there's also been... You know, things like the Affordable Care Act, which um, has changed the, the health care landscape um, as a whole. And just kind of as an example, um, in 2014, uh, there were 678,000 job postings for health care jobs in June. And so job postings are a really good way to, you know, chat, uh, check the, uh, the vacancies in the industry and then, you know, growth as well. And then if you look at you know, two years later, this past June, um, there was 842,000 uh, job postings in the healthcare industry. So, um, a lot of those uh, things are, are a direct result in regards to economy growth, but uh, also different uh, different levels of care and standards that are you know, being required of, of healthcare providers. So with that growth in uh, the, the number of postings, uh, how are most healthcare companies recruiting today for those jobs? Well, a lot of them uh, are doing the same things that they were doing, you know, two years ago. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, and there's not a whole lot of innovation until recently that's taken place in the space. I mean, if you think about how do healthcare companies and a lot of other companies find candidates and, and then ramp up those efforts. You know, they've got a couple of kind of go-to options. One, you know, increase uh, your internal team uh, and have uh, more bandwidth to, you know, bring in new candidates with outbound effort and, and, and then process, you know, applicants that come in through, you know, your, your natural funnels. Uh, you can ramp up, you know, job postings like we've mentioned. You can obviously see that as a direct uh, result of, of some of the trends in the industries. And then, you know, the one of the other and most common options is to use outside agencies. And, you know, there's advantages uh, and, and disadvantages in that regard of using an outside agency. It can speed up your time to fill. Uh, but also there's going to be uh, a cost associated with it as a result. So, but if, if you look at healthcare uh, companies today, they're spending on average about $23 billion per year on recruitment, which 
I think that's about the size of Jamaica's GDP. So there's a lot of needs and there's really a lot of money being thrown into to that space. That is an unbelievable amount of money um, to invest in that. So so with that, uh, you listed some great things. So there's job postings, there's there's outside agencies, certainly outbound efforts. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, uh, w- would you say there's differences in hiring in the healthcare vertical versus other verticals? And, and if so, what might some of those things be? I think one of the biggest things you run into is in healthcare, you're looking for people for highly specialized roles. So in a lot of industries, you can have the the, the luxury of on-the-job training. But if you're talking about a clinician, you're needing someone, if they're a nurse practitioner, uh, to have several years of school in order to receive that certification or an anesthesiologist or an RN or whatever that role is, you know, there's several things you need in credentials uh, to be able to, to, to meet the needs. So that's one thing that makes it a lot tougher. There's a, there's a finite number of people that are actually qualified uh, for each job. And to change that number, there's typically you know, schooling and certification that, that goes into it. So, and, and really, part of the Affordable Care Act um, is, is changing how healthcare companies are, are staffing their, their business. You know, previously, uh, there was not as big of a demand for nurse practitioners or physician assistants, but, you know, due to smaller margins, you know, companies are changing some of their you know, organizational structures to adapt and accommodate. So what does, what does that look like? Um, to change your structure like a, versus a structure that I, some of our listeners may have in their head. Uh, what, what's an example, if you have one, um, of, of what that change looks like? So previously uh, a healthcare company may have had, you know, let's say just, just for simplicity, five physicians on staff. But due to how reimbursements have changed um, and, and their margins as a direct reflect of that, you know, they're, they're shifting to more, be a more hybrid model where they have one or maybe two physicians on staff, and then they'll supplement with three nurse practitioners or physician assistants. So there's not as much uh, educational requirements to be a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant, uh, but they have a high uh, level of care ability, and they can also prescribe medicine, uh, and, and do a lot of things that a physician can do, but since they don't have as much schooling, their their income opportunity is a little bit less. So so that's really kind of how some of the dynamics are kind of changing for really any and all healthcare companies uh, across the board. So it sounds like uh, you know versus a, a let's just say a, a, an easier company to to possibly move up in where you can you can have someone and then you can groom them in house based on a skill set you see emerging to to, to move into a, a a different or bigger role in your company that seems less possible given just the the uh, you know the level of expertise needed for a lot of these highly specialized roles so 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 that's obviously a a very big challenge what's another challenge in recruiting in healthcare, it could be very similar to that, or, or just other challenges that you see uh, in recruiting in healthcare right now. Well, uh, a big challenge is if, if you don't have staff in place, you're, you're you know, let's say you're a hospital and you don't have uh, enough ICU nurses for your department. If you don't meet certain government standards, your your department will have to close down. And there was a an example of a 
uh, of a hospital in Vermont last year that had to close down 16% of their beds uh, due to nursing shortages. So like you said, you can't necessarily uh, just groom someone over time to be able to get to this next level of credentials. They have to go back to school. Um, and, uh, and, if, and if you don't have the right staff in place, it can really, you know, as a result, shut down part of the, the hospital. Is that becoming more of a commonality, uh, the, the closing down of, of spaces because they just don't have the, the staffing to go against the need? It hasn't become a, a huge trend uh, because, as you can imagine, any healthcare provider wants to do everything that they can to prevent that happening. If you shut down 16% of your operation, you know, that's, that's creating gaps and, and, and leaks all over the company. But what you're seeing is in order to prevent scenarios like that, companies spending more and more money on recruitment and on, uh, on finding candidates in order to avoid the scenario in general. So, you know, for example, your, the, the average company right now is, is spending $17,000 to hire a nurse practitioner if they use outside resources, and 80% of the healthcare companies are using outside resources. Wow, so that, that kind of leads us into uh, the next question I have is, based on the amount that is going into with outside resources to find the right talent. Is that sustainable? I mean, where do you see healthcare recruiting going over the next few years? Well, there, there's several pain points that, uh, that we've been able to highlight kind of here today. And, you know, as a result, um, that creates opportunity for innovation and, and for change. And so for me personally, what I can you know, attest to most is what we're doing at Reload and how we're trying to, to, to change you know, how that industry works and operates. And so um, enabling uh, companies to, to find candidates through referrals of industry professionals, you know, being able to, to compensate industry professionals who, who have an extensive network, uh, but also for the hiring company to be able to reduce their cost to hire by 50% by, you know, going through someone outside of an agency is, uh, is something that we have personally found obviously has had a lot of traction uh, just because the, the other alternatives are, uh, are, are not so, uh, I guess, budget-friendly. And uh, there's other companies out there. We, we highlighted uh, uh, Mount Carmel uh, Health System on our blog uh, a couple of weeks ago. They're being creative, and, and they're doing things that they've never done before, like leveraging Snapchat for healthcare recruitment. Uh, giving kind of potential employees an, an inside look of what a day in the life at their uh, health system looks like. So I think everyone's having to get creative. I, th I think uh, there will probably be more people continuing to, to innovate the space just due to all the pain points that are that are in it. Well, Brennan, this has been just a wonderful snapshot into the recruiting process and just what that world looks like. Uh, as listeners are looking to find out more, uh, how can they find out more about you and about Reload? Yeah, absolutely. You can visit us on the web at Reload, R-E-L-O-D-E.com. And uh, we've got a, a team in place where we can help uh, either if you're a healthcare professional uh, get you plugged into our platform to get notified of, of job opportunities that you can refer your friends to, uh, or if you're a healthcare company, uh, ways to create you know, innovative solutions on, on finding candidates from crowdsource referrals at, at half the cost of a traditional offering. So 
um, that would be the best way to, to get started is at reload.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for the great discussion today, Brennan. This was great. Well, thanks, Chris. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. And, and thank you to our listeners for following along. Uh, as always, to, to find out more about B2B Nation, including our marketing and HR editions, check out our website, technologyadvice.com. And lastly, if you enjoyed the episode, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.